where you are, no matter how far. Just call my name, I'll be there in a hurry. On that you can depend and never worry. I'm Sharon Davis and welcome to Hitsville. Yes, we finally got through <laughs> we finally got through the first um, the first show without too many problems and hopefully I've learnt some of the mistakes I made the first time round and hopefully I've learnt from that. So yes, for the next hour we're going to play non-stop Motown music, except where I interrupt with a few um, anecdotes if you like, and perhaps bring you up to date on what's going on in Motown world. Here we go then, the Elgins.
Oh Lord, I will get used to this new system. <laughs> I'm concentrating so hard and I've got my notes in front of me so that I don't make a, a tremendous gaffe. But yes, I am. I'm zoning in. Right, Elgin's, that was the Elgin's. Heaven must have sent you. First released in 1966, if I remember rightly, says she, having a quick glance at her book. And of course, it was a, a number three hit in 1971 for them over here. Bonnie... Bonnie, um, Bonnie Pointer did a good, uh, a very good version of it, which was um, an elongated disco hit uh, at the beginning of the 80s. And I remember working on that single when I was with Motown. And um, we tried and tried and tried to get it into the national charts. But, you know, like so many good singles, they just don't make it, do they? Anyway, moving on. With the Supremes and the Temptations as support vocals, Here's Mary Wells. you hear Diana Ross singing um oh yeah oh yeah did you catch that yeah trying to upbeat Mary Wells I reckon that was the flip side of what's easy for two is so hard for one dating back to 1963 I think when I was a mere twinkle in my father's eye you're listening to Sharon Davis on Radio Illumini now one of one of the most I think this single is quite fun 
and the fact that Shorty Long isn't with us anymore is is very sad. But he left behind such a super track for us to enjoy. Here come De Judge. Here come De Judge. Hear ye, hear ye. The coat's in session. The coat's in session now. Here come the judge. 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 Here judge. Here come the 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 judge. Here you didn't I that single is such fun and I have an everlasting picture in my mind of Shorty Long I think it might be on the album sleeve Shorty Long sitting with a judge's wig on and because he was slight of height he can just be seen over over a desk looking down on the um all the people in the courthouse yes it's terrific song and that was from the album of the same name I think I'm right in saying it actually was a hit in this country and got to number 30 or around top 30. Okay, let's um, let's move on because I am conscious that the programme is an hour and you're, you've tuned in to listen to some of the best music from Motown and not listen to me yammering on. You sure? Okay. With an oasis, <laughs> this is the build-up to the single, taking... I'm going to play now an oasis from the Temptation psychedelic period with Eddie Kendricks on lead vocal, Just My Imagination. Ooh, 
as silk and as comforting as a wraparound blanket. What tosh, Davies, what tosh. Just my imagination running away with me in brackets, (laughs) the temptations, which I believe was a top 10 hit over here for them, and quite rightly so. And it was the oasis on the album The Sky's the Limit, which was crammed with psychedelia and all that highfalutin stuff. But they do their ballads best, don't they? Mind you, having said that, can't get next to you and get. Yeah, okay. We're moving on now. We're going to do two in a row. Edwin Starr, followed by. We'll wait and see. 
But as I said, the first one was Edwin Starr, and that gem of a song, If My Heart Could Tell a Story, If My Heart Could Tell the Story, not a story, was hidden away as a B-side on Way Over There. And I actually think that is one of the best songs that Edwin's ever recorded. And the day that we lost him was such a sad day, but we'll always remember him in his with his music, won't we? And the fact that... Uh, his stage shows really had to be seen to be believed. And he just packed everything in, didn't he? Um, there was never a dull moment and that big, rich, deep voice of his. And off stage, he was one of the nicest guys that you ever wanted to meet. And um, the last time I saw him, we were talking about writing his autobiography. And uh, of course, that didn't happen, did it? But um, he's all, he'll always have a place in my heart. Stony and Meatloaf followed. It takes all kinds of pe- takes all kinds of people. I haven't got my right teeth in today, so you'll have to bear with me. And that was the track from their eponymous <laughs> album <laughs> released on Rare Earth in the year dot. We sadly lost Meatloaf just recently, and Real Gone Music have um, got together a compilation titled Everything Under the Sun which includes that track and the bulk of the recordings that Stoney and Meatloaf uh, did for Motown. Now, Stoney, you might be interested to know, is actually Sean Murphy. And if you put her name up on Google, you'll see that, um, should I said Google? Oh, Lord. If you check her out on the internet, you'll see that she um, she's also very well known in the music business. So two lots of sadness but two lots of music for us to remember them by. Stony and Meatloaf and Edwin Starr. What better can, can it get any better? Let's see.
wow, one of the best songs the Supremes ever recorded, Stone Love, Stoned Love, with Jean Terrell on lead vocals, supported by Cindy Birdsong and Mary Wilson. Now, there is a little story about that, the title of the song, because it was originally written as Stone Love, S-T-O-N-E, Love. But by the time that the, um, the song, when it was completed, had reached the record stores, there was an error on the record label and it read stoned love <laughs> and it would have cost so much money to have the, the labels amended so um, it was decided to keep the title as it was so that's the um, that's the way that was born but also it did kind of open to loads of connotations about it being a drug song which it wasn't at all <laughs> See, that was the era we lived in, wasn't it? Uh, because Motown was totally anti-drugs. No, nothing um, public was ever printed or, or spoken about with um, Motown artists being um, the take partakers of anything other than tobacco and the occasional glass of red wine. <laughs> and then along came Marvin Gaye and the others followed suit. And it's well, it's well documented these days in several books about Motown, including my own, um, about the drug intake at Motown. Anyway, enough of that. Let's, um, let's hit the dance floor, shall we? With Thelma Houston. Good luck. 
is 70s disco. Thelma Houston, I love that lady to pieces. Don't leave me this way. Do you know, it was really unfortunate that Howard Melvin and the Blue Notes decided to put out their version of the song as well at the same time, which I think if, um, if Thelma had been left to her own devices, she would have enjoyed a number one single with that over here. Uh, she she actually was here to promote promote it, and um, I met her at her hotel, and oft we went to the Serpentine Bar to have a few drinks. Unbeknown to us, she was supposed to be doing a club PA. So when we got back from from the Serpentine Bar, we'd only had a couple of drinks each. I think vodka was the name of the alcohol at the time. I'm sure it was. Um, we were reprimanded by Motown's product manager who was waiting. Who was waiting in the front foyer of the hotel. We were like two naughty schoolgirls being told off. Still, it was worth it. I didn't care. I don't think she did much either. <laughs> anyway, you're listening to Sharon Davis, and it's the Hitsville program but Radio Illumini. Now we're going to go Northern Soul, a couple of gems, a couple of diamonds, kicking off with this one. So get on that dance floor, everybody.
I've got to say, if you were on the dance floor at one of the um, North and Soul weekenders, you'd not be breaking out of sweat dancing to those two. Yes, that was the contours, just a little misunderstanding. And before that, Debbie Dean. Yeah. Why am I loving you? She was one of the, um, the first white artists assigned to Motown and um, was a little bit of an enigma for several years until Motown decided that they would actually publicize uh, and, give and give credit to what we call the unsung heroes in the formation of the company. And Debbie Dean was among, among those. She was also a prolific songwriter as well. But we won't go into that now because I've just looked at the clock and we've only got 15 minutes so before the end of the show. So that must mean I've been doing a lot of talking. Sorry. unusual that was the live version of the love love you saved 
Hmm, haven't heard that one before. The Love You Save, J5 with little Michael Jackson on lead vocals. That was the third single to be released following um, I Want You Back and ABC. And didn't they set the world alight? <laughs> the 70s were never the same, were they? But um, like most things, the bubble did eventually burst when um, Michael left the group to pursue a solo career. But that's a whole different story. But the Jacksons did um, did manage to sell a few records without his, his um, voice being on front. Okay, J5 then. Motown's newest phenomenon num, 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 of the 70s. I'm Sharon Davis and you're listening to Radio Illumini. And here's Dusty. she had a sore throat. Where did all that applause come from? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I bet she had a sore throat after she'd finished recording that. It was Dusty Springfield singing her version of Marvin Gaye's Can I Get a Witness? Now you're asking, why am I playing Dusty on a Motown show? Well, let me tell you. She probably single-handedly was responsible for the promotion of Motown in this country. And it culminated in her hosting the Sound of Motown TV programme, 
which, and I know this off by heart, was screened in April 19-something or other, 65. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to catch me out there. Anyway, this all brings me to a CD that's just come out. Um, it's called Dusty Sings Soul, and it's released by Ace Records. And there's Dusty's version of Can I Get a Witness on there? Plus, Ain't No Sun Since You've Been Gone, which, of course, you know, was recorded by The Temptations. I had to check that because I didn't know whether it was the same song or not. Anyway, I'm a little bit disturbed about this because on the front CD cover, there's a lovely picture of Dusty, obviously, but it shows her with a wrinkly hand. And I know that Dusty never chewed her nails, but it looks as though she's had a good old chewing session on her fingernails. Come on, chaps, if you're going to put out a CD celebrating the work of one of this country's finest singers, check the picture before you put it out. Just as a little nerdy thing now, Dusty performed, <laughs> can I get a witness? You're going to think I'm really nerdy. Anyway, she sang that song on Ready Steady Go on the 28th of August 1964 and later on Thank Your Lucky Stars on the 31st of October. Can it get any worse? No, but the music can get a lot better. Yesterday's dreams Today our sorrow Just like your love, girl Fading away Yesterday's love Won't last till tomorrow I know you're leaving But what can I say?
It's no secret, is it, that the Four Tops are my favourite Motown group. I mean, who can who can not like Levi Stubbs, just wonderful vocals, and the glorious songs that they were able to record whilst with the company. Yes, Four Tops rule every time. Yesterday's Dreams was taken from the album of the same name, funnily enough, and it was a, a, a British hit. The, um, the Four Tops alongside Martha and Vandellas, The Temptations, The Supremes, really, really flew the Motown fag, flag, fag, flag in this country. See, the nerves are kicking in now because I'm not alone. I have somebody in the studio with me and they're looking at me and it's very disconcerting. <laughs> I'm going to have to put, um, going to have to put a, a picture up so I can just stare at a picture. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. Yesterday's Dreams of Four Tops. And on that album was the fantastic I'm in a Different World. And maybe on a future program, I'll play that because isn't that just just the best? Okay, we're rapidly running out of time now, but I wanted to include this because this was the start or near near as damn it, the start of a recording career for Sarita.
Yeah, recorded as Rita Wright, of course, back in the 60s. And when Stevie Wonder heard that song, he, well, I don't say he decided to to write um, music with her, but they two gelled and they did write, Sign, Sealed, Delivered, I'm Yours for Stevie. Then they got married, then they divorced, but they still carried on writing together. And I think that was probably one of the most exciting working relationships that Motown had on offer at the time. So uh, Rita Wright became Cyrita or Sarita, depending on who you're talking to and what part of the country you come from. And we will feature Cyrita in future programmes because she was such a lovely lady and it was it was a tragedy when cancer finally got her. Well, we ha- that's us. That's me. I'm done. Run out of time, I'm afraid. Thank you for being with, with me today and thank you for staying with me through um, all the bumpy roads that we've walked down. I'm not going anywhere. Thank you to uh, Martina Mercer and Illumini Radio for giving me a public platform to be able to promote Motown. Who better to go out on than Mr. Lionel Richie? And I'll be back. You came in. That's what my little heart was looking for. Laughter in the rain. 